0: We want to welcome you for joining us again for One Times One. I'm Rob. I'm Sue. And we are the Parkers.
1: Welcome back, everyone. So who's our non-sponsor
0: today? Our non-sponsor-sponsor.
1: Oh, a non-sponsored sponsor, but maybe they would sponsor us. Who knows? You never is know. Is Loopy Phone Case. Loopy. Loopy. Loopy's big claim, their, their tagline is stop the drop.
0: Stop the drop. So
1: I will honestly say Loopy has been, it's like military grade. Okay. Like you can drop it. Your phone doesn't crack because I drop phones.
0: I often. drop phones often. Craft a couple.
1: Craft a couple not since I've had my Loopy. And Loopy like you can like hold your Loopy, hold other things in your hand and you don't drop your phone.
0: You're very passionate about this.
1: I really like my Loopy. Like the, the only loopy. problem with the Loopy is when you lay it flat. So you have to just always lay it this way. But it has a lip and then it's not going to scratch your phone. So
0: Oh wow. Loopy. Yes. Loopy. I think we need to I think Loopy we need there. To email Loopy. So,
1: what are we going to talk they're about pricey, today? They're a L- little pricey. but They're a little
0: pricey. Okay, what, what's but the price? But they're
1: worth it. They're like $44. Ooh. Yeah, but it's got a loop. Okay. Oh, it's got a loop. Okay, so loop. then it's worth 44 bucks. Yeah, and you could change the loop. You nice. You can make different colors. You can
0: Then make it's it tighter. It. Yeah. Then it's worth it. Christmas
1: colors. There's all sorts of things.
0: Good. So, talk to us about what we're going to talk about today.
1: Last year, we talked about rhythms, and we had gone into kind of our rhythms as a couple, as okay. a family, um, and we really. For the start of the new year, we thought, let's go back to rhythms. Let's talk about another rhythm we do at the start of every year. Yeah. Um, and we do this pretty much every January. Yeah. This next and, and before
0: we go into there, the, the first three episodes, I know that there's a lot of, like, uh, content. The whole idea of high lows, kind of getting personal with one another, the idea of our life planning. And if you want a life planning uh, sheet, if you email me at robparkercma at gmail.com, I will email you our life planning sheet. Um, so I talked to uh, one person today who we're going to email. Um, but today we're going to also talk about another kind of, I would say staple in our relationship.
1: Yep. Um, we have the, the following thing we're going to talk about. We have done in some capacity for As a couple whole, 12 years. At least 12 years. Yes,
0: we've done other forms of other... Type of stuff, but this has been our real twelve years of doing this.
1: And if you are a part of our church, you know that this rhythm has been something we have done for a while. Yep. Um, but it is fasting, and
0: sounds like a fun the one too. Fasting it sounds, sounds like this really, is going to be a fun really, one,
1: really boring, or maybe you're intrigued, or maybe you're, you're like, quick like, <laughs> But
0: hang in there with us. Hang in there with us.
1: So, Rob, why don't you tell us a little bit about what fasting means?
0: So really what fasting is, is you are denying yourself from certain pleasures, whether it be food, whether it be uh, technology. Um, it loopies. could be loopies, whatever. <laughs> but denying yourself to position yourself to hear from God. That, that's what fasting is.
1: So with fasting, it's always a time of fasting and prayer. So when you're denying yourself, you're also really seeking god and praying to him right that communication that we yep. we talk about so much with god like he's not this god who sits on a throne and is scary to talk to there's that personal relationship yep. so,
0: so we're doing a daniel fast tell us a little bit about a daniel fast
1: so we have started a daniel fast we're on earth this is starting our third week yep. of the daniel fast it's a 21 day fast um, we've done this as a couple for about 12 years Uh, Maybe more, maybe less. We've done it at different times. But we always, in January, start the year off with some kind of fast. And we've been doing a Daniel fast as a church. So a Daniel fast is basically... um,
0: Oh, there's a lot to eat.
1: (laughs) It's fruits and vegetables and grains. So it doesn't sound um, bad, Bad. right? On paper, it sounds pretty healthy and good. Um, We have not always been too creative. We try to eat really just like nothing processed and really just for 21 raw, days we eat like seven different things
0: raw vegetables
1: yes. and fruit but i really our non-sponsor
0: sponsor should have been kava so kava. 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 kava 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 it's a restaurant a mediterranean restaurant it's not a restaurant it's a takeout place takeout it's a fast food but it's 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 all daniel friendly and so we've eaten there several times you just can't
1: get the spicy lamb meatballs. yeah you can't get the
0: spicy lamb meatballs <laughs> yep, so basically exactly.
1: it's no meat obviously no dairy yep. so fresh vegetables fresh fruit and grains grains quinoa and brown rice yes pretty much all we eat
0: (laughs) no coffee we haven't had coffee no caffeine
1: and you don't want to be
0: legalistic you don't want to be legalistic about it but you really are trying to set yourself up to really position yourself preparing for the year to come and it comes from Daniel chapter 10 where Daniel for three weeks he prayed and he did this um, moderation of a fast and he really sought God and God answered him and so we always say how do we prepare for the next year so that we can not only um, be prepared for what God wants to do, but ask God for certain things. So tell us a little bit more about just the Daniel fast and and how you've handled it as a couple. Like, how have you handled this? Because when we first started fasting, what was your first first thought?
1: I, I hate fasting. I, hate I, it. I actually always hated fasting because it's not because I can't control what I eat. Granted, I've always had a headache in the beginning because of the caffeine withdrawal. Um, this time it was very minimal like three days of it which is actually good but I hate it because I it's the part for me where you have to start saying okay what's going to come our way and I always feel like and that's a really good way for us to kind of segue into what we're going to be talking about in the future as well is that for me when I fast and I'm depleting myself I'm always there's always this little bit of like a like a higher strong feeling going on, like, uh, like on the lookout, like what's going to happen, what's going on, you know? And of course there's always some, um, stress during that time, whether it's because we're hangry, whether it's because we're tired, whether we are really truly having withdrawal from some of the vices that we have after like a holiday season of cookies and chocolate and ice cream, you know, you definitely crash after you don't have that for a little bit.
0: And I've made a joke that in our downstairs, freezer i have a half eaten pint of chunky monkey mm-hmm. from ben and jerry's purposely ate it this saturday before we started it and i will finish it the sunday that we've finished it and it'll be a very very good day so but but i think one of the things that we have to realize is that really when it comes to this idea of fasting it, it's a season of preparation and there's too often what we do is we just we grind through life we just push through life We have you know you get married you get excited um your first year second year of marriage you start having kids and all of a sudden it's always on to the next on to the next another child the next grade the next grade get them into junior high get them into high school then you got to plow through high school and there's never these seasons that we stop i mean even think about vacation most people come back more stressed out and tired from absolutely Absolutely. And so the big thing is with fasting, it's really a season together. And I love doing this together. And it doesn't make us more holy. Let's just put it out there. I think the one thing that we want to yep. be very careful about is sounding like, ooh, look at us. We're perfect. Next week, we're going to talk about stress. And that's probably the one of the worst things that you and I handle. So tune in for next week. Stress is probably one of the worst things, parts of our marriage that we handle and yesterday, yesterday morning was it was a rough morning and we had to really work through some stuff with our stress but it's during fasting that you're really preparing for the year to come
1: and i think doing it as a couple for us and once again it does not like rob just to reiterate like i was a real brat about it at certain points in our relationship correct correct um, I would anticipate fasting for like a month before, and I would be like crabby about it, thinking about like all the stress that it was going to put on us, on our family. And you try family. to talk me out of it.
0: A couple of times you try to talk me out of <laughs> I it. I might
1: have. I'm sorry. Because <laughs> sometimes um, we'll
0: fast in September as well. We'll do a Daniel fast in January, and then sometimes we'll do one in September. Right. And that's difficult because you're going back to school after a summer of play.
1: Right right it's very difficult and it is difficult too like we've never put on our children that they have to do it with us we encourage them to do something to give up something not the food thing the food food is really difficult when you have like kids who are teenagers and they're growing and they're athletes they could take on and maybe an abridged version of it but they definitely need a little bit more um something in their diet at least at least our kids do when they're training and doing athletics so um it's hard because we still have to you know like we still have to cook for the kids and we so it would be so stressful to think of like how especially when they were little how we were gonna you know feed them and cook for them and i would be stressed about it for like three weeks before
0: yeah and it, it's fair to say that we as parkers were carnivores by nature like we eat more meat than i think any family meat and eggs our family eat eggs. a yep. lot of meat yes and eggs. i yeah. mean we go through what do we go through a week like we're not exaggerating I think we go through
1: 36 36 eggs Definitely a big thing Yes, at least And then maybe another half In a week, yeah
0: Yeah, so we go through I would say about Four dozen eggs a week Between Ben, myself And Luke And that's not even having The full tribe in the house So I I, I do think One of the things with fasting Is that we need to recognize Is that fasting Brings things to the surface Fasting brings up Some real heart conditions That we have um, In ourselves And towards one another because we've seen even when we do these things like everyone's like oh that's so cute you guys life plan together and you fast together and you do all these special things but sometimes they cause more chaos for us
1: and what you're seeing is us talking about it on the other end of it but you know if you would have saw us going through life planning yesterday morning (laughs) you would have been like whoa whoa (laughs) whoa Whoa. you know because as passionate as we are and that's another episode that we can talk about sometime but we get passionate when we when we disagree too yeah and that's been a real that's a real problem for us i would say
0: yeah and it's one of those things that we always say this: we love hard we fight hard yeah. but we've learned to fight better that's the key we've right. learned to fight better and that's a really significant component um so so talk, let's talk about our own personal rhythms of fasting but then how do we do this together so for me is i really do try Um, to look at my schedule different. Now, Sue's schedule is going to be the same every single day. So for me is I really do try not to plan so many nights out a week because I know if I plan too many nights out during the week, it's going to flood Sue with already being in a busy day. I can control my schedule a whole lot better than Sue can control hers. So one of the things that when we do go into a season of fasting, I personally watch my schedule, but then we watch our schedule together. Like we... We are huge social people. We love people. We love people. But when we fast, we don't go out to dinner for three weeks with anyone because it's going to be a nightmare. And then we got to explain ourselves every time we're doing fasting. I'll have a place of
1: broccoli. Yeah, Yeah. can I have some
0: kale? No. (laughs) No, you don't order kale. Do you realize (laughs) that? Some people
1: do, honey. Some people do. No, I've tried it and it's
0: nasty. Okay, anyway. But it's a great source of protein. But for us, one of the things that we really do try to do is we try to really look at those three weeks and say, let's deliberately map out our calendar. So like our Saturdays are more quiet during those three weeks than any other Saturday during the year, which is great, especially coming off a holiday because you're going from a time of being with a lot of people all the time to saying, we're going to start this year off right and begin better habits because we fell into some bad habits So fasting does that for us. It causes us to stop. We're not even getting into the spiritual component yet. We're just talking about the physical component. One is I, I think relational, let's say the first relational component is you really get to start the year off right saying, let's watch our schedule. Let's do this right. What's another part of fasting?
1: I think just to, to piggyback off what you were saying, um, you know, you can control your schedule a little bit more. Like you could have maybe a morning working from home so you can spend more time. And I think it's important to address people that can't do that. Yeah. For instance, like, you. like my schedule, um, I would say the first week of fasting, giving up caffeine, changing my diet, like a 360 compared to what it was and having probably one of the busiest weeks of COVID. It was coming off that holiday yeah. break. Um, it was hard. Yep. It was definitely extremely hard. I was, um, Hungry. I, it was a, a lot. Hungry. Hungry. I had a headache. A lot of screen time. But what I have really come to appreciate about fasting and being busy, because you know, when you think of fasting, at least I always did, like I'm supposed to not do anything and just stay home and really pray and seek God. But you can also find moments, and that's what I think is important. You talked about carving out time, like not being busy, not going out. Those are moments. Maybe getting up a little bit earlier um, and having some more time alone. My car rides are always very big for me. Um, I try it in the car ride, not to talk to anybody on the phone and really just put on like some worship music just to prepare myself. And that is a way that I get to spend that time in the morning versus not being able to like you maybe have a little bit more extra time in yeah. quietness. I can have that in other ways. Yeah.
0: I think another thing that, um, is really the physical component of fasting, um, one of the things when you come off a big holiday, like, I mean, literally, when you think about the holiday season, you're thinking October through Christmas. That's- I like
1: today. He said Halloween through Christmas. Oh. Yeah.
0: Yeah. <laughs> Probably as a pastor, I shouldn't call that a holiday, should I? But anywho, whatever. Um, you literally change all of your eating habits. I mean, literally everyone... Well, you're
1: out more you're with you're people eating, you're eating yes. different foods that you don't normally yep. eat
0: juji fruits every night yes there's a lot of stuff
1: like i find myself just making chocolate covered anything yes pretzels oreos you name it
0: and so it's a great way to really kind of restart your your clock your metabolism kind of get things back in order and it's interesting how um, a couple things one is how much you crave those things you don't realize how much dependent your body is on sugar Or caffeine. Like the caffeine is probably one of the worst things to overcome. Best thing I did this year was a week before we fasted, I just got rid of all caffeine. And it's made this fast so much more um, easier, uh, smoother. I'll say smoother, not easier. Fasting is never fun. But physically, what's been one thing that you've really taken from it?
1: Just how, and this is a true thing, how addiction really, like, like we, you know, you joke I'm addicted to sugar, but like it's a legit thing. Yeah. Like after you eat it for so long, you know, or just during that, even those two weeks of holiday and not really having much of like a a schedule with eating and eating all different times of the day, you realize like the physical effects of poor eating have on your body. Truthfully, yeah. like I only have one cup of coffee a day, and the detox that I went through those first three days, like I
0: starts like we have one eye down, one eye no, up. No, it's and the like other twitching. Yes, I yeah.
1: had like a headache that went like here. Down to here for like three days. Yeah. You know? Well, when I
0: I drink three to four cups of coffee a day, I don't ask, don't ask me why, but it's hard. It's very, very, very hard. But I think the interesting thing about fasting is it actually changes your taste buds. You go from being so dependent on certain things, and for three weeks, you just get rid of it. And all of a sudden, you start losing that taste for what once was. Now,
1: it does come back pretty quick, though.
0: It comes back within 24 (laughs) hours.
1: But us lose honest. it for the first day. I mean,
0: it's more than that, but it's weird. Right. It's weird.
1: Well, I remember like the first time I had a cup of coffee after fasting years ago. I'm like, I don't like coffee. Yeah. You know, I had black. I, I went to like black coffee because I didn't want to shock my system too much. I'm like, I don't even like the taste of it.
0: Yeah. It's tough. You it's know? It's tough. So, so really, it, it does things with your schedule. It does stuff for you physically. Um, but I think emotionally, I, I notice when I fast, um, and I notice this with you too, one emotionally i find myself in a better place um i would say that the first week of fasting for for me is i go into a real deep place of insecurity i start questioning myself more i think there's just so many changes going on in my body and my just kind of my heart my mind kind of aligning myself with what i want to hear god say that it puts me into a, a deep place of insecurity but by week two things start coming to light the things that i really need to deal with and by week three, I'm like, okay, these are the things that, that I need to deal with this coming year, the things that God wants to deal with. And so emotionally, fasting really does bring some things to the surface. For me, if I'm going to be really uh, vulnerable and transparent, um, I think during COVID, some insecurities came out. Too much. Too much. Things that I really have overcome. But with all the changes with just life and ministry and... Um, things like that, I noticed that there was a real sense of insecurity popping up. In the first week of fasting, it was almost like I was being like attacked by a lion. Like little, just dumb little lies, dumb little thoughts being thrown at me. But I knew like God was saying, I'm bringing these up so we can wrestle with them one more time. So what about you?
1: I think what, we'll, what we talked about was the whole stress thing. I think um, when I fast, I realize that stress is definitely a very difficult thing for me to handle. And it really brings it to light how I use other vices maybe to handle stress. I'm not saying that I do anything like, you know, crazy, but like maybe I will indulge in something I shouldn't eat when I'm stressed out.
0: Yeah. Yep. And it's one of those things, too, is like uh, I know people that have fasted from alcohol or from steak or from something that it wasn't that they they were being controlled by it, but it was their first go to thing. Right. Like I remember one time I was really angry um, about two years ago. I'm like, I'm going to have a drink. And I'm like, wait a second. I've never done that before. I've never in my anger had a drink. Why would I start it now? Yeah. But there's other things that pop up. I'll have a cup of coffee. I'll have this. I'll have that. Right. Where you can like grab to. I'm going to binge watch something. I'm gonna, and, and like, yes, we do still watch our Netflix shows, but we try to kind of temper it more than normal yeah. because we're still living normal life. We're right. just taking some things away replacing them with things that are healthier
1: i noticed too um food can be an entitlement you know like I, I was saying this to some of my colleagues at work like during the day you don't eat or drink it really like i don't eat or drink during the day because it's so busy and there's not a second and you got like masks and there's like, so much going on and there's sick kids in your office you don't want to take it off so then when you come home it was almost like an entitlement to like you know well i didn't eat all day so now I can eat, I can make up for it. I have all these empty, you know, thing, and I, I've noticed that that would be, and then the night would come and stress would hit, and then it would just be like, oh wow, I made some unhealthy choices.
0: Yeah, Yep. Yeah. When I just drank your water, did you flinch a little bit? Did you see
1: me flinch? <laughs> I saw you flinch. Did you, i like,
0: <laughs> yeah. my water. But it's bringing up water. Right. During fasting, when, when you're just drinking water or tea, and you're not having your Diet Coke or your Diet Dr. Pepper. Like, we're a big Diet Dr. Pepper like family. Like herbal
1: tea, black. No yeah. honey, no nothing.
0: No, nasty. I'd nasty. rather drink water. <laughs> yes. But you're, again, you're replenishing yourself with things that are better for you, and they're not vices. Right. You know, how many times you'd be like, are you having a cup of coffee at like 9 o'clock at night? I'm like, yeah, because it's my cushion. It's my, it's my pacifier. It's my right. passy. Right? It's my thing that, uh, that I just want to just kind of... I haven't
1: said that this morning. I said, I just missed something hot.
0: Yeah. So good. So let's, let's talk about now some of the spiritual things because fasting is something that draws us closer to Christ. It really does. I mean, Jesus fasted, the disciples fasted. We see all throughout Scripture, like some really powerful moments in Scripture where fasting really stepped in and made a change in this situation. And I think that's one of the things that we have to realize, like as parents, as individuals, there are certain things we can't change. We can't change things about one another certain things we can't change things about our kids we can't change things about circumstances but we really believe as a couple prayer changes all things all things and so in a season of fasting we are seeking god to make some really big changes either for us or for our kids or for the church right Mm -hmm. so what are some like things that you've really taken away from fasting, things that you've really walked away and just said, wow, that's something that I've really I've I've really focus on or I've learned from fasting.
1: So, you know, this is kind of a little bit of a different way of looking at it, but I remember fasting very early on in our marriage and I remember expecting like this expectancy, like something grandiose. Like I'm like, ha ha, ha. like God's gonna really speak to me and there's gonna be something the things that I've been praying about were just gonna drastically change. And they didn't and that was when I think my heart shifted to being frustrated with fasting so for me this fast has actually been really enjoyable because I'm still in it with expectancy I will never not go into fasting with expectancy of what God can do but I also know that it doesn't have to happen in these 21 days because the work that's starting in my heart right now is gonna continue through this year
0: yeah so I want to share think of another one but i want to share two things one was unfortunately with my nature i'm a doer i'm a goer i want to get things accomplished i'm a guy let's just call what it is instead of like my personality i'm a guy i want to succeed and unfortunately oftentimes in the beginning of fasting and i've been fasting for my whole christian journey um a lot of times it was selfish and i'll never forget i was doing a 40-day fruits and vegetable fast only for 40 days that's all i ate and people were literally asking sue if i was sick You looked that? really bad yeah i
1: mean you had lost so much weight you were like sunken
0: yeah it was bad and i remember like i was getting angry at god and it was day 39 and i was in the shower bawling my eyes out laying down Sucking me all six, in the, six four, in the shower crying like god what are you doing why aren't you answering me? What's your goal? And I just heard the Holy Spirit saying, I just want to get your attention. I want you to spend time with me, not always focused on what you want to accomplish. And I'll never forget, it was day 39 of that fast, and day 39 and 40 were two of the most beautiful days that I've had with God. Very, very powerful. I do think when it comes to expectancy, um, our friends Chuck and Becky, and they've let us share in church. They've they've shared in church, so they wouldn't mm-hmm. they wouldn't care that we're sharing this. Um, they were getting divorced, like they were getting divorced. This was yep. it. And our one friend Eddie, sure, some of you may know him out there. He won't mind that I'm sharing his name, right? He loves me telling the story. He literally fasted for 17 days, only drank water, maybe some juice, but didn't eat it at all, and he felt like. He was fasting for a very particular reason. But didn't know why. But didn't know why. Key. And we were meeting in Ramapo Ridge Middle School. And we were worshiping. And like, I almost crack up. Like, if, if some of the Ramapo Ridge people saw what we did on Sunday mornings there, they're like, did we know what we got into? But we were worshiping. And whatever it was, it was, um, almost, it was really like the second week of the, the week of, the, of fasting. And like no joke, the Holy Spirit showed up in the middle school. I mean, in Rampo Ridge, and my buddy Chuck. I just did like an altar call. If you are, if you need God to do something big in your life, come forward. Chuck got on his knees and just wept, and uh, I went over to Eddie and I put my arm around him and I said, "You've been fasting for the last 17 days for them. God is doing something huge." And that day was the beginning day that my buddy Chuck's heart was really changed. And within two years, their marriage was completely healed. They're living in North Carolina now. And God has put everything that, that, that Chuck had broken and he put it all back together. And it was such a beautiful story. And I believe that it was because of Eddie praying and fasting that that healing came. And not even knowing who he was praying for. Yeah. And I remember just him. I was crying. He was crying. Chuck was crying. And it was all, I believe, because of the supernatural power of fasting. And so with fasting, there's a really sense of humility that we need to go into it for. Mm
1: -hmm.
0: Anything you want to add?
1: I think um, for me, you know, along that exact line, I didn't go into this fast saying there was something that I really needed to, to work on. That I needed God to show up. There was nothing really standing out to me, but since fasting, things have been brought to light. And I'm like, that's why I've been fasting and praying. Because there's been things that are going on in people who I care about's life that I need to be battling for them for.
0: Yeah, and we need to battle for one another. Like, I think we have to be very, very careful because we love people so much that sometimes we get wrapped up more in what God's doing in people's lives than in one another's lives. And... For us, I'll say I enjoy January fasting, but I actually enjoy our September fast more because no one knows about it, just me and you. Mm. And it's where we, I feel, we're not only preparing for the school year and all that's gonna come, but we're really fighting for one another. And I will say, though, that during, during fasting, especially when you begin to fast, like your first several times, sometimes your fights are bigger than they should be, right? Because there's, there's something emotionally going on. Yeah. There's something spiritually going on. That There's been times in our beginning years of fasting together that our fights were a little bit too big, a little bit too big, a little mm-hmm. too rough, uh, just some of the verbal stuff that was said. And we're thinking, like, here we are in the middle of trying to do the right thing spiritually, and we're, we're being tough on one another. So, so you got to be careful for that, right? Yep. Good.
1: I agree. You know, I think um, there's a movie that was out a couple years ago. It was called The War Room. Yeah and um, I often think of that movie when I fast I'm not quite sure why I guess because I feel like I'm going to battle you know um, and once we, t- we brought up Eddie that really brought it back to me it's like I just think that you have to go into this season of it's not only about you it could be about anyone that you have in your. it could be someone you don't even know but you are praying you are in battle for somebody who needs you right now who maybe can't pray or can't or not in a place of of their life where they can even begin to process that so i think that's really that to me is always like the most profound thing is that i'm being welcomed into this to partake in this for somebody else
0: yeah and i do love how our children watch us Mm -hmm. our children watch us your children watch you or when you do have kids they watch you and there have been times where we've had a child say like, I have some big life decisions, I need to fast, I need to fast. Mm-hmm. And that's, because that's been, been a very rhythm, humbling. that's been very humbling yep. to know that, oh wow, I see all the bad things I've put into my kids, anger, frustration, joking around too much, all these little things, but then all of a sudden you get a glimpse of like these things that your kids are doing because they've watched you and they want to mirror you and so, even for our kids, like, we don't expect them to fast. We don't expect them to do the Daniel fast. But when they do choose to do something, it's extremely, like, rewarding. Like, that's a deep reward. It's bigger than, than winning a, uh, a track meet or a basketball game. When your kids start really mirroring right. what you do, it's a powerful moment.
1: So. And those are the rhythms that we. You know, when we talk about rhythms and we kind of have to say what we have is rhythms, this is a rhythm because we want our kids to continually see this practice that we do.
0: Yeah, yeah. I really challenged the church today. Today's Sunday. We usually film on Saturday. I really challenged the church, like, at this stage of history, we need to be doing this more than ever. And we need to be doing it for what God wants to do in our lives, for one another, but then for the communities and, and the, the uh the people that we love. I mean, I know in the community that we minister, and they have some big decisions, some big decisions. That the wrong decisions, if they make them, is going to have devastating consequences. And so, for us, is how are we praying? How are we fasting? So let's just kind of wrap this up. Um, anything else that you want to add? If you if you have any information about Daniel Fast, let me just give you a little bit. You know, you can go to the Plant Church. Dot org, And if you go on there, you can click on events. And we have a whole uh, really kind of defining, walking through what fasting is, the Daniel Fast is. So you can go on there. It's not a plug for the church, but it's a plug to get you plugged into wanting to practice this rhythm or try this rhythm. So let's just kind of go back and forth several times. What's, what's a takeaway, positive, negative, that we want to give to our audience about this rhythm?
1: I think it's important to go into it with eyes wide open and full expectancy of what's going to happen.
0: Okay, good. You need to prepare to do this. You just don't say, I'm going to fast tomorrow. You need to prepare. I'm going to start this next week. I'm going to start this next month. I'm going to do this during Lent. So for me, whenever it's been healthiest for myself and posturing for us, right? posturing for us so me getting rid of caffeine the first week was the best thing posturing for us because otherwise I'm on the couch lying down really preparing for it in a way to get you ready for what's what's gonna come the next several weeks
1: a defining moment through this fast is one of our children was doing in the Daniel fast with us and they decided that um, it wasn't healthy for them the emotional place that they were in right then and for that was so defining for both of us we were like okay That was awesome. Um, Know your limitations. If you are unable to do food for whatever reason that could be, whether it's health reasons or a struggle that food has been for you in in an unhealthy way, possibly, um, there's so many things that we have pulls to. I'll I'll call it addictions, right? There's so many things. Maybe it is the caffeine. Maybe it is technology. Maybe it is um, fill in the blank. So it doesn't have to be just because start small. You know we didn't always do the full-fledged daniel fast right away we've done yeah. other kind of fast too so i think that's important
0: yeah and i, th- I think if this is going to be something new i think you need to try something together mm-hmm. so for me is i've always been running ahead and i, and I don't mean that in a, in a super spiritual way it's my nature i always run ahead and said, oh come on go with me you know i'll go climb the mountain then come back and climb it with me a second time if you're going to begin to do this partner with your spouse say listen for three days no technology for three days We're going to limit what we eat for a a week or whatever, like begin slow and let that build up, but go into it with a game plan, do it together, do it together. There's been times where you said, we're going to fast. And you said, I can't do this. So I'm going to do this. And so I've had to either a, let my ego get in the way and do whatever I wanted to do or say, you know what? I'll do this with you. Let's figure this out. Let's figure this out together. Okay, I think one more.
1: Lastly, for me, would be um, don't get so caught up on it or legalistic about it. You know, I mm-hmm. think there are times that you have to say, you know, maybe you're doing a Daniel fast, but you on Saturday have something to go to an event. I, I wouldn't get caught up in, in this. You know, yeah. the purpose is, is to still be with people and still be loving people and showing them and not sitting here and saying, oh, I am can't eat that because I'm too spiritual right now. You know, I think that's important because we've had we try to limit our our functions during that time but there have been times There was one year we fasted that we had like two weddings a baby shower like every weekend with something and you know i was beating myself up did that thing have maybe was it cooked with with a with an additive or something and i I had to take a step back and say no it's okay your your motives were pure when you went into it
0: yeah and the last one is this you got to make space meaning if you're going to fast it's not about the food. It's not about the diet. It's not about losing weight. It's not about getting through it and say, I did it, I did it and be like, hey God, look at me, look what I did. You need to make space to be able to quiet your heart, quiet your soul, find time to pray, find time to read your Bible, take the car, and use that space to just turn everything off and just really open up your heart, open up your ears, open up um, yourself to what god wants to speak there's nothing worse than going through a fast and nothing internal comes out of it nothing big comes out yeah. of it and that's that's what god wants to do that's why we see in scripture jesus went away to fast to hear from the father daniel fasted in daniel cha- uh, beginning of daniel in daniel chapter 10 because one he needed to position himself as he was being thrown into slavery but then there was something going on in the atmosphere he couldn't put his finger on so he prayed and fasted I mean, you look at Moses, he went up on the mountain and God gave him the Ten Commandments. So there's something you need to prepare yourself and position yourself for making room for God to speak. I loved how even um, a couple of times during this fast, we've, we've had a little time of you doing something, I do, I'm doing something, and we've been able to kind of come back and talk through it. So, good.
1: Any, any last thing you want to say? No, feel free to reach out to either one of us if you have any questions.
0: Yeah, this is, again, we're not sharing this because let's say, hey, look at us. If you're watching this, you're saying we're looking for people that are practicing good rhythms. They're doing certain things in their life. And even though we we are far from perfect, we have created rhythms that have helped us be a very healthy couple. And I'm very, very thankful for that. So next week, we're talking about stress because yesterday was way too stressful. And to talk about it today, would have probably not been the healthiest thing. So next week, we're gonna talk about stress and how we have learned over time to deal with stress because we went from being in a place of not handling it at all to now having a real handle on it, okay? So good, so that's that, fasting. One of the rhythms that we practice and so we want to we say thank you for joining us. I'm Rob. I'm Sue. And we're the Parkers.
1: Have a great week, everyone.